Hey lovelies, welcome back to Life Redesign with Lisa. I got a question that came in this week and I thought I'd address it on today's broadcast. The question is, Lisa, I have been sitting around waiting on my husband to finally step up to the plate to take responsibility for the pain and the suffering that he's caused me from his deceit and his betrayal. But this is to no avail. He has not stepped up yet. Should I continue to push the issue with him or, well, the reality is I don't know what to do. Please help. Love, Amy. Listen. I totally understand where you're coming from. I was right in the same boat at one point in time. So I want to address that with you today. I want to help you to give you a little leeway to kind of guide these murky waters so that you don't stay stuck because I know this can be a source of some pain, disillusionment, and it can lead us in a vortex of hopelessness. So let me get straight to the point with you today, okay? Healing begins with you. You heard me right, beautiful. Your healing journey belongs to you and you alone. No one can step this out for you. It's you. When you've been wounded, when you've been deeply hurt by someone who has chosen to deceive you and betray you, it's only natural to expect and desire that they do something, anything, just to make an effort to help you feel better to move into the healing of the relationship, you expect them to repent and to have remorse over what they've done. But the question is, can they be the main source of healing for you? Well, it seems logical to place the responsibility on your unfaithful spouse to heal the pain and to take away the suffering that's been afflicted upon you. After all, they're the one who caused it, right? They caused this damage. They fractured the relationship. They're the one who chose to cheat and to, you know, dive into infidelity with someone else. But this is what I have found to be true. And I want you to listen closely. When you look to their actions and or their behavior as a barometer for your healing and for your happiness, It's only going to leave you in a vulnerable and a precarious situation. You see, when we wait around for them to finally get their ducks in a row, to finally maybe have the bubble of infidelity finally bust wide open and they kind of get shaken to the core and they wake up from this betrayal stupor that they've been in If we're waiting for that to happen, we could wait for days, months, years, and so on. And what happens to us in that process is we're stuck. We haven't moved forward. We haven't healed. And there comes a point in time when the depression kicks in, when our hopelessness kicks in, and we get to the point where we say, well, this is just my lot in life. This is all it's ever going to be. Beautiful, that's not where you need to stay. You see, if they don't show up the way we believe they should, if they relapse, if they stay in the vicious circle that they are, if they don't follow through in what they've promised, well, it just leads us to this place called sadness where we're angry and disappointed and disillusioned, discouraged, and again, very hopeless. So what do you do? Well, you've got to realize that if you truly 
truly want to heal. It begins with you. So I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do to start this process. The first one is practice self-care. I know you've heard this a lot, but it's so true. Beautiful, if you're not taking care of you, like you can't take care of anyone else. Do you feel me on that? (laughs) You really can't. So whatever that looks like for you, if that means a spa day, if that means that you need to take a mini vacay, if that means you need to go away to a retreat, if that is setting up some time with your girlfriends, whatever that is, practice self-care. This is crucial in the healing journey. The next one is set some boundaries and make sure you keep them. Boundaries are not evil. I know a lot of people when they go through betrayal, they're like, well, I've tried to set some boundaries and he had to come apart. Usually that is because they don't like the fact that they're not in control anymore. They don't like the fact that they can't manipulate or gaslight you anymore. Beautiful, set your boundary. What does that look like? You probably need to say, listen, I'm not going to talk to you until you go to counseling. You're not going to have access to me until you stop the affair. Whatever the boundary is, take some time with a sheet of paper and a pen, write your boundaries out, set them in place, tell him whether it's through email, text message, phone call, whatever, and stick to it. The boundaries are in place because it's a safety plan, which is the next one on your list. Set up a safety plan. What does that look like for you? Again, you can't come over and visit me. Maybe you have to move out of the home or he has to move out of the home. Whatever it is, set up a safety plan where you finally have breathing room. You feel safe. Number four is focus on your vision. What is it that you want your life to look like? Listen, if you were healed and you finally could breathe again, you had joy in your life, you were enjoying your life once again, what would that look like? Take some time. Go sit by a lake. Maybe go for, you know, a little drive and then take some time to grab some coffee, even if it's sitting in the parking lot of Starbucks, and write out your vision of what you really would love your life to look like when you're on the other side of your healing journey. I did this and it was amazing because it helped me set the course when I reached out to a coach and a counselor. I was able to bring my vision in so that we could start to make it happen and I could start to walk it out. The fifth one is deprive the pain of betrayal, the oxygen that it desires. When we mull it over in our minds, when all we do is focus on the pain, the suffering, the disillusionment that this has caused us, it feeds it and it grows into this huge monster that is breathing down our back all the time. Deprive it of the oxygen it desires. Do something for you, like I'm telling you to do in all of these little these little tidbits right here. Do something different. When you find that you're focusing on the negative, pick up the scriptures, pick up the Bible, read the Bible, read some of Lisa Turkhurst's books that she has written, Christine Kane's books, listen to a great podcast like this one. <laughs> and there are others out there. Just change 
your atmosphere and change the mindset of where you are right now so that you can deprive the pain of the betrayal, the oxygen it desires. Now, the last one is surround yourself with those who want you to be healed and whole. Listen, you've got great girlfriends out there and family members that are for you. Spend time with them. Surround yourself with them, not talking about the negative, but actually doing life together. And hire a good coach, someone who can help you navigate the murky waters of this betrayal trauma and set you on the course of your healing journey to finally cross that bridge and to get into wholeness, to redesign your life, to look the way that you desire it to in the vision that you set down for yourself. A great coach can help you do that. And listen, beautiful, I'm opening up my coaching community April the 1st, $27 a month. I know, crazy, right? But I prayed into it and I really felt like God wanted me to do this for all of you beautiful women so that you could have something affordable to get into some group coaching where you could have a live group coaching once a week. You could have worksheets and PDFs to download and work through. You could have tidbits of information and research and all the things inside that coaching group to help you navigate And if you need one-on-one, you can reach out for a 30-minute discovery call. We can jump on it. We can figure out where you are and where you need to be, and we can set you on the course. The links are below in the show notes. So ladies, listen. Tori Amos said it best when she said, quote, healing takes courage, and we all have courage even if we have to dig a little deeper to find it, end quote. Isn't it time for you to find your healing by digging a little deeper today? (laughs) It's time to dig deep, ladies, and walk in it. You're worth it. Today's your day, so grab that call and let's get started. Until next time, peace and love to each and every one of you, and may God bless.